Preferably with no bone. Oh, some lingua. Hell yeah, I'll take that part. Never had lingua. I'll take the time. You need to go to that Mexican joint out there by the donut power. Really good. They got lingua. That's like the one place I haven't been. They got street tacos. They got lingua street street. Their street tacos are really good. See what you did to your dad over there saying. I can't ever talk. His poor tongue is probably now. Oh damn! Yeah. Now. Oh. What does that mean? Got the needle parts. Yeah. <laughs> you look at the needle parts. What do you think? That means you put the needle with them. They're so tiny. It's a laser part. <laughs> a thousand ways to die in the wind. Get the show on the road. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back to Around the Keyser with the Common John Brewing Company. Today is Sunday. March 1st, just following February 29th, Leap Day. (laughs) We are recording episode 14, Know Your Glass. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) Nothing. Y'all are worthless today. (laughs) Today we'll continue with our discussion on the topic of Cicerone Certification. Uh, The topic will revolve around various glass designs and the beer style meant specifically for that Glass, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Quick reminder that today is plan a solo vacation day. Take care of yourself. Pamper yourself. Mm. Love you. Love, love your... Anyway, yeah, you get it. On this day, treat yourself to that vacation you have always wanted without having to wait for someone to join you on your adventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin, dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I know where they're going, so it's all good. <laughs> Surely not. All right. So uh, before we go any further, we definitely know who's uh, speaking with us today. An introduction of uh, participantes is a must. Left or right? Left. Left. We'll go left. Yeah, go My left. LeBron. Shelby. Angie Hatter. David. Larry. I think Larry just stole David's voice. He did. Let's do it again. Larry. Larry. Not David. David. Nope. Louder. Uh, yeah. Louder. Yeah. David. David. David disappeared in the background. He had to go lower. <laughs> <laughs> the more he says the more. He's trying to go soft. So David. low. He's non-audible. He's not audible at all. David. David. Wait, no. Louder. All right. That's good stuff. Uh, All right. Recap from last time. So last time we talked about our show topic was risk or reward. We discussed the ever-increasing pace of breweries uh, opening every year. And a lot of the bigger players in the craft beer game, you know, we we discussed what they're doing to stay alive. Um, Really? 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 Someone was that? Someone just busted, just busted like, ass over here. saw smoke no, coming out of his crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's my crack. <laughs> Dave, the look on David's face. <laughs> no, it's just concrete dust. Oh, it's concrete. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, covered from head to toe. I thought he was vaping dust. or something. And it was like vaping. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, God. What's that little boy on Charlie Brown? Pigpen. Pigpen. Pig <laughs> no, it's like, it's like Larry's having to dust the 
dust the dust off his. <laughs> so, oh little context, tell him why we're covered in concrete dust. Oh, because we were grinding floors the past weekend. Yeah. Lots Tap room floors. Tap room. Not the good kind of grinding, like a strip club. No. Talking about, uh, <laughs> yeah, like friction. Yeah. Hardcore yeah. friction. And dust. And lots of dust. Yeah. Lots Masks. and lots. Lots of those. Well, I'm going to have to They're restart scary. my entire train of thought after that. Oh, <laughs> uh, see. Flapping arms and fart gestures. <laughs> thought fine. someone busted ass, but apparently not. It's, it's all over me, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, we discussed the pace at which breweries are opening. And how the big boys in the craft brewery game are trying to find their way. We highlighted several recent breweries <laughs> in the craft beer community. Some of them are big breweries, some are small, and they all have shaken up the, the craft beer world in one way or the other. Uh, one of our personal favorites, New Belgium, was among the breweries in that topic of conversation. So, it, pretty good. Uh, it, it was a little different show for us, but um, give it a listen. Uh Episode 13, Risk of Reward, available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Check it out. Let us know your opinion on the stories we discuss. And if you have any other comments or want to spark up a topic for another show, just let us know. On to Brewery Update. Yeah, so you heard one. <laughs> Captain Dusty over here. Cool pig pen. Yeah, so they, the guys, uh, I was out of town this weekend, so the guys got to... Uh, we're nice enough to go and sand the floors this weekend so we're working on the tap room floor trying to get it ready to uh, to do some acid staining mm. um, we did finish the uh, brewery floor a couple weeks ago now after a pretty big event like the great flood of 2020 as we were finishing the floor the drain gets clogged outside and water comes rushing in <laughs> Like a river. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. a very so startling was, night. Yes, it was complete the first time for about maybe 38 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to redo that, but we got it done. We got it done. We got the equipments in place, set in place. Uh, we got the mill and the auger in place and hooked All we got to do is hook power to it now, and we'll be ready to start throwing grain to that puppy. Um, Heck yeah. We're working on some electrical and plumbing stuff. Uh, next up is getting the glycol loop tied in. So we'll have glycol to the... Cool. Um, cool. Yes. I did not write that down. Good point, Shelby. We do have the cooler, the walk-in cooler that the serving tanks will be in. Um, but we'll be uh, working on the, the glycol loop, getting the burner hooked up. I mentioned we did the, uh, the tap room sanding, getting that with the floor ready, start doing that, and start with the, the bar before too awfully soon. Uh, Jeff and Angie's been working on some decor things. They've got part of the taproom walls dressed up. We'll be working on that, too. And we did some food sampling. Food? Do tell, good sir. I was there, but I don't want to. You go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, we, t we ate pizza. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> we ate we pizza. Derek and I met with the local food service people, <laughs> so and we would try trying pizza and some sandwiches, trying to decide on yeah. what kind of food. Well, we already know what kind of food. Well, yeah. I mean, Can we tell everybody? Yeah, go ahead. We're going to have pizza. Pizza. Big shocker. Pizza, pizza. The, and the, something else. The probably. size and shape yet, we got we to gotta keep that under wraps, but yeah. let me tell you, there's some serious R&D going on. I mean, we are tearing up some pizzas, trying to figure, for you guys, for the fans, always. For the fans. 
Weird. Hey, what goes better with beer than pizza? Not much. Maybe hot dogs or pretzels. Whoa! <laughs> to be determined or to come. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. I vote yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Angie says yes. Oh, I'm supposed to have pretzels and some all beef hot dogs this week. Should have made the pretzels and beer cheese tonight. Yep. Beefy that. wieners. Yep. He loves beefy wieners. <sighs> yeah, it, it was really good to meet with... Uh, what was the, the name of their outfit? Can we talk about the name Palmer, of it? Palmer. 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 They, uh, can we talk? Shelbyville. In the, yeah, their, their office is in Shelbyville, just inside Shelbyville, off the main road there. And I, I don't remember the gentlemen's names that we talked to, but they were wonderful. Barry and uh, Steve. Steve the pizza guy. Steve the pizza guy. Yeah. You're right. And there was and another guy, too, and I'm horrible about names, so I apologize. I am. I'm, I'm terrible. P- faces click immediately. Yeah. It's just names always. Yeah, so we were, we've been sampling some food, trying to pick out some things that we want to do to serve at the brewery, along with the nice cold beer. Because nothing goes better with cold, delicious beer than Num Nums. Num nums. Num nums. <laughs> I don't even know what a num nums. It's pizza. Oh. Just you know, I mean, num nums. Num 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 num. Nothing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm back on track. All right. Oh, a little head rush from the the. We tried to do Jameson cold brew whiskey tonight. A little, a little head rush here. Get the show started. Yeah. <laughs> little shockers very, very in our good. systems after having. It is good. A lot. It's a good segue into our next section of the show, which is the beer tasting. Oh, yeah. We got three. We're going to just a hazy, lazy, hazy day. Uh-huh. Today is yeah. a lazy, hazy, so beautiful. We have, we're going to try three different hazy beers. Gorgeous. So, for those who are not in Tennessee listening to this podcast, it has rained every day for the past six years. Okay, that's not true. For the past, at least, feels like a week and a half. Today was a beautiful 64-degree day in Middle Tennessee, and we are very grateful for that. Beautiful. Hot and sweaty, working at the brewery. Yeah, yesterday wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad, but it's not as pretty as today, though. Right. Yeah, today it was, was gorgeous. Yeah, so the first one up, we've got two from Tailgate, one called Guru Hazy, and then one called Battlesteed, and another hazy beer from Wiseacre called Xanadu. I love any 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 word with a, an X in it is always welcome. So we'll just like we'll talk through this as we're going with the podcast, and we'll talk. It looks about like the, they've changed a little bit their can design. Yeah, they have the artwork on it looks a little more uh, complete and colorful. I like it. Here, I'll top you off there. Thank you so much, good sir. Hey, does? Oh, he's got some. I handed him one. When he talks about it, you'll barely be able to hear him because he's so low in the earth. So there weren't many descriptions, or there weren't any descriptions on the can or the the untapped check or the untapped information from Tailgate. But the Guru has 201 check-ins at 3.83. The Battlesteed has 108 at 3.87, and Xanadu 328 check-ins at 3.9. So all pretty decently rated beers. So for those in podcast land that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Untab, which has a rating system of one to five bottle caps, which you can do in quarter points. Is that right? Uh-huh. Quarter quarter bottle cap increments. Unless you pay extra oh, really? to be like a special member and you can do one-tenth increments. Oh, yeah. You're that's serious. Right. So that's yeah, how they get no. those weird-ass ratings. No, the, the, that, that's in there because they're just averaging everything. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but yeah, I mean, no. there's some pretty weird averages in there. I mean... Yeah. If well, you have quarter points, you have to add, you have to have an odd duck in there somewhere to get those weird points. Yeah, but 
Um, we we're talking about the averages on there, so if you don't use Untapped, we highly recommend it. It's uh, U-N-T-A-P-P-D, no E in there. Uh, that's an app. You can rate and check in your beers. You can follow us individually if you want uh, want to. We can uh, discuss that on a later podcast. Yeah, reach out to us on Instagram. And, uh, it's just a good way. We, I think we talked in an earlier episode, but it's a good way <laughs> if you're going somewhere and you want to try a good beer. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of different selection. You can pull untapped up and see how people have checked in. You can see how many check-ins there have been. So if you, you know, if a beer has only been checked in ten times, you know, yep. you could be leery. But if you see something that's got hundreds or thousands of check-ins and it's rated like, my experience is if it's above three seven five, it's usually pretty darn good beer. Three and a half is pretty good, pretty good beer, but it's all solid. Three and a half. Solid. Solid What's beer. the the app from the brewer the Brewers Association? That lets you like check local homebrewers and everything. What's the oh, name of that app? It's called. Uh, I actually have it here. It's called. Um, it's called Brew Guru. Brew, Brew Guru. Guru. Yeah. yeah what right. are? Let me look up the current dude. So for those who want to get into homebrewing and want to be part of the Brewers Association, we'll, we'll give you a, a quick rundown of that. The Brew Guru. If you pull up your location, you're allowed to use your location. It'll search in the local area. And it'll tell you where. Anybody who's a part of the, the Brewers Association who wants them, their selves to be found, um, it'll tell you home brewers, uh, breweries, you know, anybody. Discounts yeah, in place. So if you want to buy yeah. homebrew equipment, you can get a discount at this club or that club, or they give discounts at breweries too for beer. Yeah, I mean, we were in. Uh, I was in Florida once, and we looked. I looked up on Brew Guru. I don't have the app anymore, but I mean, there were. It was showing home brewers. It was giving you directions to their house. Oh, I, really? I don't know if they know that or not, but it was kind of <laughs> cool at the same time. You just going on to hey, I saw you on Brew yeah. Guru. I'm a BA member. Let's drink some beer. But I mean, that would have been kind of cool because you know they probably would have pulled out some oh, pretty yeah. delicious stuff. Yeah. So for more information on that, it's what brewersassociation.org. Oh, it's. Is it org? Is it? I think it's uh, the Brewers Association is the is the uh, commercial side, like for people in the brewing oh, community. Here. But it's a homebrewers association. Homebrewersassociation dot org. Yep. yep. As okay. Larry pulls out his handy dandy identification badge, that's how he gets into the secret beer clubs. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get one if you become a member. They teach you the special knock mm-hmm. and a handshake. Yeah. It involves a beer, though. It's a little tricky. <laughs> so be careful. Yes, I will. We'll be uh, tasting on these beers as we mm-hmm. get this going. I really am digging the... Because in the background of this can, they have, looks like, the Nashville skitty, cityscape of the map. Uh, some sort of Nashville oh, yeah, map yeah. with the city, like the, the, road map the, the streets. Yeah. Um, it, it is streets. I'm assuming that looks like Nashville's a jumbled mess of interstates. <laughs> a few of them closed down. For those who haven't had the privilege of driving in downtown Nashville... It's not a privilege at all. Um, it's just, it's terrible during rush hour, but beautiful city uh, nonetheless. Today was, we were coming back today. A breeze. And it was, <laughs> traffic was horrible. <laughs> I'm like, it's a Sunday afternoon. And he's like, everybody's up taking in a nice Sunday cruise. Mm-hmm. Plus they had the, had the first National Soccer Club game and a Preds game yesterday. So yes. Oh, it's so yeah. exciting. Unfortunately, what? they both lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also there was a, an, an injunction filed against the soccer stadium, so that will be delayed. The construction will, apparently. Oh, really? Really? I saw that last night after the game on the TV at Because Bites. of the fair board thing or something? I think so, because of, there was some dispute on something. Uh, I didn't really catch the details on it. I just saw injunction. I thought filed. it looked really cool. I mean, I don't know. I had a feel of a big-time soccer game, mm-hmm. what they had on TV yeah. and stuff. They did wonderfully against a uh, the Atlanta, what, Renegades or Revenge or something. 
I don't remember Atlanta's team name, but they are <clears> they, they are one of the higher ranked teams from last season. And this was Na- the Nashville Soccer Club, which was just a club team last year. Now they are in the, officially in the MLS or Major League Soccer League. Uh, their debut, they they did wonderfully. They, so they what, I gotta ask. We're getting offline, I know, but yeah. What does it mean to be a club team? Is that like like AAA baseball or something? Pretty much, yeah. It's just a, a circuit of games just below the major leagues. Yeah, I mean, you know, soccer or proper football, as an English person would say. Uh, my boss would say proper football. <laughs> proper football. Oh, yeah, meaning uh, that real football. Uh, yes, because <laughs> you know that's what we started. Real, like you said, real football. <laughs> that's that's so, a that's proper so English way of saying it's <laughs> real football. Yes. That's so American. Um, it's still uh, it's still in its infancy because it's uh, I guess the MLS just there's 25 years celebrated like this year I think. How many are in the MLS now? I have no uh, idea. 30 or 2016. I think it's 2016. Well, we 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 uh, well, because I was looking last night. Amber was like, <laughs> well, we we were. Oh God, David pointed out the announcer was uh, it's 13 and uh, on Alexia, each side, so 2016. Alexia Lawless. Yes, uh, one of yeah, the stars Alexia, in the 90s yeah, yeah. of the USA team, Team yeah, USA. Was, yeah, back awesome. in when the uh, team U- or the MLS was first founded, and yeah. he was a big superstar. Yep. His giant fro everywhere it was yeah. awesome. Epic. His lines made. Who, who did he play for? I have no idea. Uh, like after I got out of you know like, out of touch with soccer and the MLS, like I completely just ignored it. But I had no idea how long the season was until last. It, stre- it stretches from you know February all the way to the beginning of October. Yep. That's regular yeah. season. Then you have your playoffs. So uh, we'll be uh, mentioning several of the games. We're going to try to go see some of those as a group. And uh, face, face paint, and some pictures, and uh, CJ heads on our faces, and all that shenanigans. Yeah, we need to Come go. Up. I'm trying yeah. to find. I don't know why it's all my stinking. We got to start though. the Olay 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 chant. I know the guy last night would have been really pissed if I said that, but I still want to. <laughs> <laughs> olay Olay Olay. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing. So we were no, uh, just finished the. Beer introduction that we're drinking. I guess now we're on to the topic of tonight's show. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? Well, we're back to the Cicerone program. The Cicerone certification program it certifies and educates beer professionals to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Learn about each of the four levels of beer certification, certification levels, plan budget and managing training for your own group of staff so like that's how you educate yourself and your employees to uh we'll let you go first enlighten the beer experience we're going to go through um real quick i'm going to explain the beer certification is broken into several levels and just to explain those real quick before we get into the topic of the glassware which is the main topic tonight there are there are several tiers certified beer server followed by certified cicerone then advanced cicerone then master which means you can smell a beer from across the room and tell who (laughs) brewed it in which nook of the world Um, but the important thing is that there is there are baby steps all the way there they give you the materials you need to learn this this information and the best part is, if you really want to indulge yourself in this knowledge, you get to taste beer. Yeah. So, today we'll uh, delve into a small section of that, which will be the beer glass styles. And today we will start with the the we're, Pilsner glass. We're gonna let Angie go first because she's gonna go make us some beer cheese and. Pretzels. Excellent. So we're gonna start with Angie today. She has the Pilsner glass. Angie, take it away. 
please. So the Pilsner style of beer um, takes its name from the Czech city of Pilsen, first produced in 1842 by Bavarian brewer Joseph Grohl. It was the world's first blonde lager. The flavor profile of this Pilsner is a light grainy, uh, graham cracker-like taste, uh, aroma, flower, spicy, noble hops, clean, no fruity esters, no diacetyl, uh, crisp and bitter, dry to medium finish. And um, glass details, tall and slim and slightly wider at the mouth. A Pilsner glass makes visible the sparkle, clarity, and bubbles of the Pilsner and other lighter beers. At the same time, it helps to retain a beer's head, which keeps the volatile, volatile aromatics locked under your nose. Typically, Pilsner glasses hold less than a pint glass, usually somewhere in the vicinity of 12 to 14 ounces. Um, appropriate beer styles are the Pilsner, American Adjunct Lagers, Bach, Helles Bach, Malbec, Vienna Lager, the Blonde Ale, California Common, Japanese Rice Lager, and the Whip Beer. One of my favorite beers. And I think that. I think this style glass, don't they have this at uh, BJ's? They get pretty good about different, yeah. having different beers. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, they do have something. Oh, BJ's. That's a good callback there. Well, it's, cheers. Yeah, Go cheers. Make some cheers. Cheese. cheese and pretzels. Or it's the blonde. They have a really good blonde. Everybody BJ's. loves blonde, dude. What are we talking about? I'm trying to think uh, beer. <laughs> oh, beer. Yeah, oh, beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah beer. Sorry, my beer. beer. Not bombshell, just oh. blonde. Right. Not a flaming blonde. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew it was coming. I, I, I oh, knew yeah. it was coming. I didn't know where or when. Did she describe the way the glass looks? I didn't. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was like zoned a, out. I'm sorry. Like a, the pint glass. Okay. Well, but it's it's a lot more but narrow. It's smaller. Narrow. Yeah. At the it's like straight and narrow. Taller, tall and taller and yeah. yeah. More than straight and narrow. Yeah. It's the description of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Easter eggs for Easter all. Eggs. You'll figure it out later, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing. Okay, next up is David with his pint glass. Go ahead, David. Make sure to raise your voice a little higher so we can hear you, not sink into the earth baritones, please. <laughs> it's uh, your regular old 16-ounce glass. It's a little bit tall. At the top, it's a little bit wider than the bottom. Okay. Uh didn't they? We were talking earlier. They call they call them shakers because shake. they use them to shake, like mixed drinks right. and shake stuff up. This is your what? Is this the common beer glass? Yeah, most bars it's, use. It's it's the mostly used the most used uh, glassware around. Uh, okay. Most restaurants have them. Uh, they're 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 cheaper. Yeah, they make uh, so many. Yeah, yeah. They, they make so many, yeah. and they're easy to clean. Uh, They'll have the crevices. Exactly. Or is it easy uh, to put it in your pocket and take home? <laughs> not, that, <laughs> not that anyone would. Do no that. one would do that in this group, Larry. Uh, it doesn't take away or add anything to uh, to the beer. Uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't take away, or distract, or anything from the, the beer taste or the flavor or. Uh, it doesn't the aroma or anything. It just encourages it you right. to slide it, your it, mouth. It's, right, right. The regular old glass. <laughs> it just lets you sl- it just yeah. slides right in your mouth. Yeah. It's a good way to describe it. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. Just a good sloped surface. 
fill your mouth full of beer. But we all want. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You say it a little louder, David. No one heard that. There you go. <laughs> Fancy tongue works by David there. You're welcome. Oh. Well, next up is the Weissen glass. That, I'm going to talk about that one, too. Unfortunately, you got to listen to me speak more. So, The Weissen glass, it, is, uh, it features thin glass walls and a lot of length or height to show off the golden color of their wheat beers. Um, it's all about sex appeal when it comes to German-style beers or Belgian-style beers. Uh, the design of the glass is meant to lock in the style's signature banana and clove aromas and accent those big time with plenty of space for that big old fat fluffy head. Poof. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This beer style of glass is actually confused a lot with a traditional Pilsner glass, Uh, but I promise you they are different. If you were to see them or look them up, look them up. They're different, I promise you. How you say they are, how are they different? Well, the Weissenglass has the timely shape, untimely shape, of a woman. Um, It has curves, lots of curves to it. It is uh, larger in diameter at the top, bulges slightly, and then comes to a cinch just after that and slims down after a long descent to the bottom. Um, It typically holds uh, holds around a fifth liter of beer or 6.7 ounces, according to Google as compared to Pilsner's 12 to 14 ounce beer pours. So this does not hold near the amount of alcohol or beer. So it is meant to literally show off the beer. That is it. This might also be why you don't see a lot in commercial uh, establishments because it doesn't hold a lot of alcohol. Like, I never realized they were that. I mean, I'm thinking I of like, yeah. like a, isn't this a similar style glass to what they have at B-Dub? Yes, but this is a shorter version. Yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. it's very short. Yeah. So <laughs> the traditional like 22-ounce beer glass, you find it like B-Dubs or heck, pretty much any major restaurant. Yeah. It's the same style, but it's much shorter, and it's meant to he- hold a heavier head style of beer. It's lighter in color. But yeah, so um, so attractive curves, very short, meant to accent the, the color of the beer and to show off the head. The appropriate appropriate beer styles are a Dunkelweissen, Kristallweissen, Weissenbach, and of course my favorite, Hefeweissen. Hefeweissen. Um, and a side note, one of my favorite Hefe's locally here to the Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, Nashville area is the Yazoo Hefeweissen beer. Uh, delicious. If you haven't had it, it's one of their, one of the core beers, if not the core beer, I think they won a, a, a crap ton of awards for. Uh, when they were first established, check them out, Yazoo. Uh, they're wonderful, and that, that's all I've got. Larry, IPA, go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Sorry, caught him off. Give me a minute. <laughs> well, the uh, the IPA glasses, or it's a uh, it's a tall, slender glass that tapered with a tapered bowl that usually has rings around the base. Um, this is to release the uh, aromics of the hops. For, for hoppy beers for all IPAs. Um, Sounds amazing. Yeah, and some some of them have the laser etched ring in the bottom that releases the uh, 
carbonation nucleation the nucleation oh, yeah. oh my gosh that's another seven dollar word nucleation <laughs> yeah yeah what yeah. was the one earlier I only, I only know that because we've been looking at glasses <laughs> and, oh coagulation 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 <laughs> <laughs> remember when we went to um we've seen this we've seen this before but when we went to to uh, new belgium yeah. and they have the, I forget what it was. It was the citradella. Yeah. And they had the nucleation in the yeah. bottom of it. It just releases bubbles. It was well, a laser the, edge of the bicycle, uh, wasn't it? No. I don't the, remember. I think it was the, the bicycle. The Sam Adams Revel. Yes. Uh, I know this because I have one of their glasses at the house. Yes, you do. From where? Uh, it was donated by a local place. It was It was absolutely yes. donated. To the cause of research yes. and development. It's working on chocolate, too, anyway. The, uh, and that's the deal with, with the IPA glasses. They're for all varieties of ipas does it touch on there about how or why it accents the flavor well no 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 it's just the 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 rings uh you know help uh aromate the hops okay so so i th- this is and, and most all ipa glasses will have those rings on the well and that the one that <clears throat> ribbed for our pleasure so, yes, so the first birth conference i went to i've, I've told you guys this story but um <laughs> he, just, he had to go there <laughs> but uh, i went to this everybody was talking about this class that they were doing so i don't i'm gonna butcher this but i think it's spiegel they're a glass maker i think it's a german company Sounds so like they were it. having this special class and you went to this class and sit through it they would give you these glasses to try <laughs> and one of the, the we did three different ones we did a they well four they try to they use a regular pint glass and then they had an ipa glass and it's the one that's got the ribs at the bottom and stuff and you tried different beer styles out of it and it made a difference i know part of it was probably psychological but it was like we were sitting around there with other people and we're like this is crazy because the beer tasted so much better it just it it brought out different aspects depending on the, the glass style but they had a they had the IPA glass. They had a stout glass, which I'm going to talk about. And then What's it, they had a really glass. similar. Yeah, and, and yeah. they're all very similar in shape, like general shape. But the, the they're stems skinnier, the yeah. t- you, know, you know, wider, shorter, yeah. things like that. But they, they actually, <clears throat> in the case of the, the IPA glass, they work with Dogfish Head and Sierra Nevada to help design the glass. Oh, so wow. they were cool. part of that whole tasting profile. And then the... Yeah. The stout glass was it was uh, it was helped it was developed with Rogue and Left Hand helped mm-hmm. to develop Rogue. the stout glass to get that you know the best shape for that style of beer. So again, you know, it's getting into the nerdy stuff with beer. No, it's not. No, I mean it, it absolutely makes a difference, and that's why the glasses are shaped the way they are mm-hmm. to enhance the beer that is supposed to I be just served. The first in time glass. LeBron handed me one of his. <laughs> Amazingly ribbed glasses. When I tipped it back and that IPA sloshed out of the small handhold, it does one thing very well. It makes the the nose of the beer punch out to you very yeah. quickly. So you get a very pronounced aroma of the beer. Yeah. And it doesn't hide it. And I, I think that might be why they did that, because it enhances the beer flavor, right? When you get a nose full of the hops or the bitterness ingrained in it. it it just makes it more intense and that's what it's all about it's just fully experiencing the beer and the ribs always help too so <laughs> you just like it i do say i like saying yes for our pleasure and while we're talking um we we have drank the uh 
Nashville, Nashville Guru, and we are moving on Def to... Def Leppard font there going on. I don't know, but it's like that almost is kind a, of cartoonish. That is a, a Def Leppard font it if is. I ever saw one. It's got like a battle guy with a cat. Battle Steed. Oh, it's probably got some... It's like kind of like a spinoff of like He-Man or something? It looks like Golden Axe. No, it looks the like... The old video game from the 80s. No, it looks like a... What was that game we played for a couple of years? Which one? Oh. Clash of Clans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Do you stuff, have anything though. else to the? To no, happen? that's that's pretty much that was it. The IPA like, glass is yeah. a must. That'll probably be a uh, something you'll see any, a lot. Any and all IPAs, and you can go on Amazon and buy. I think it's a three pack. They have different is ones. They have three they have pack or a four pack. You can get different ones. Like there's it doesn't matter. Get them all. It doesn't matter. Uh, Oh, here, I'm going to oh, pull it up. the, the variety no, pack. You, know, you can get different ones. Yeah. Like, there's one here that's got an... They actually have a barrel-aged beer glass now, too. Really? But you can buy the one, I think, that that I got had three glasses. I think they're, like... They're pretty expensive. They're, like, 25 bucks. But this gla- this these glasses are, like... I mean, the production of them is amazing. Solid. They're very thin. Like, the glass, you think... It's, oh, like, really? paper-thin filling. And we had one that got knocked off the table in here onto the tile floor, and it just went... Ding, 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 ding. Just bounced around the tile wow. floor and never even broke. They're, they're super strong. They're Wait, just made. Which one? That IPA, IPA glass. glass? Oh, it was an IPA glass. Wow. Yeah. So we'll circle back and talk about that barrel. I'm curious. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one. I had not so. until I was just pulled up the Amazon thing here. Well, I'm going to notify the next speaker, which would be LeBron. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the stout glass. Again, this is, I mentioned, it was designed by Spigolo yep. with left hand and rogue. Yep. So the shape of the base and the angle of the bowl helped to to bring out the roasted malt and the coffee and chocolate that you get out of a stout. Um, it's got an angle shelf and a narrow mouth that helps to promote the head retention. So when you see the ones that have kind of the, the top angles in, that's to kind of help hold that that head, head. in there. <laughs> hold in the head. Hold in the head. <laughs> but the shape, again, is pretty similar to the, the general shape yeah. of the glass. It's similar to the IPA other than it's Shorter, a little bigger around, and not ribbed for not, not, not and ribbed. it yeah. volume wise, if I'm not mistaken, it holds more beer. It looks like, and it, I yeah. think even the even the uh, IPA glass is over 16 ounces. but yeah, it's, it's supposed it's, to get good head, so yeah. you've got you space in that. Yeah, yeah. You, so it, it it holds more than 16 ounces, but you're wanting to get that. I think that's true for most of these beer glasses. You're not supposed to fill them to the brim. It's supposed to allow the beer style to breathe. Yeah, yeah. more or less. Boy, we're getting snobby, aren't we? Yeah. Damn. And we'll talk about when we finish up with Shelby's. I think we just got Shelby left. And then yep. talking about one, we'll talk a little bit about what we're planning to do with our glasses. Hell yeah. Oh, are you done? Yeah. I'm done. You're done? Yes, I'm done. That's quick. Well, yeah. no surprise, Short right? Sweet, baby. What kind of beers are in your glasses? Stouts. Jesus. It's not. F- well, anyway, next up, Tulip. Tulip. <laughs> So a tulip glass has a bulbous body with a flared lip. Um, it's designed to capture the head and promote the aroma and flavor of Belgian ales and other malty hoppy beers. Um, the short stem facilitates swirling, further enhancing your sensory experiences. Like wine, maybe? Yes. Holy like smokes, folks. Glass, it looks like a lot like a wine glass. But it's short. It's and it, shorty. It's got a cool little like kick out at the top, too. Yeah, yeah. it's like... It's got a fancy lip. That's what I'm going to call it, a fancy lip. And if you're a dude, don't be ashamed to drink your beer out of this glass. It's intentional. Exactly. I've heard people 
say Every you've had it happen. Every single time I work, why are you giving me a girly glass? It's not a girly glass. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. There is an advantage to a stemmed glass, and I'll tell you what it is. If you hold it by the stem, your beer doesn't get warm from your hand. Hello. <laughs> yep, good point. There you go. So you hold it by the stem, your beer stays cold and doesn't get warm. Because I'm like a, I'm like a human torch when I touch anything and everything warms up very quickly. So it's a good thing for me. So if your beer is chilled, it'll stay chilled as long as it should instead of warming up. That's a, that's the good part about stemmed wear that I love. Anything else? Um, it's good for Belgian strong ales, dark ales, barley wines, double and imperial IPAs. Um, Flanders Red Ales, Gozas, Saisons, Wild Ales, Scotch Ales. I would say Sours fit into that category as yeah, well. Yeah, I think, I think uh, we'll get into this, but I think a lot of times people tend to use them for their higher gravity beers. Yes, that that is one thing that we do at Mayday. We use the... Oh, damn. We use the 10-ounce the snifter is what we call it. We don't call it a tulip glass. We call it a snifter. Snifter. That, they are called <laughs> snifters. Yeah, that's another term. Yeah. And Belgian. I think snifter I... is the is the generic term where it's more of like a Belgian whiskey, or right? tulip. Yeah. Or a bourbon snifter, right? More in the... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it, it might just be a, an a alcohol-specific or terminology. Put Kool-Aid in it'd be Sorry. something else. I'm taking a picture of my. Gosh, that was so loud. Yeah, I got some serious spots here. I've got my. Oh, I don't. Do you it. don't have your volume off. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> that camera noise gave that away, LeBron. <laughs> I swear that I turned up my volume. Off. I thought you did too, because you were the one that had your phone go off yeah. before we started. So just real quick, I'm just gonna highlight some of the other glasses we didn't touch on. So if you want to follow more, but we, we actually uh, used some of the uh, the glassware uh, types provided from uh, an article in Kegworks. If you want to take a look at that, kegworks.com. But some of the other glassware we didn't talk about in their specific article, um, let's see here. The uh, the two, no, we did the tulip. We did the thistle glass, very interesting glass. You should take a look at that yes, one. Very, very cool. cool the goblet, that sounds very medieval. Just saying, I want to get a sword and a shield and go bang some stuff. Right, David? Yes. Bang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's too much. Uh, what else? Uh, I think the last one's the, the what? Teku? Teku? Teku. Te teku. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a... It's a it's a longer stem glass, Yeah, it's right? a very long stem yeah. glass. That is like a... It's, that's a high stem glass. Like, right? well, it looks kind of like the, a wine the classic, glass, actually. Yeah, I say classic beer mug. I mean classic as in European style. It looks like a turtle shell design on the outside yeah. with uh, like uh, flat bubbles in it all the way around the edges. Uh, usually European beer gardens have those. Here in town, Bites of Europe has them. There are a couple of beer gardens up in Nashville as well. There's one at Opry Mills now. Isn't that right? Yeah, there's a beer garden at Opry Mills. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was trying to look up that that barrel age thing. Oh, it was a collaboration with Great Divide, Green Flash, Uinta, and Cigar City. Green Flash, man, I haven't heard from much from them in a while. Oh, they were I know, right? they hit the scene, yeah. uh, you know, hard, <clears throat> hard and heavy there for a while. They did. While they're looking up information, I'll just say if you want to learn more information about come becoming a certified, a, sorry, a Cicerone certified. Um, 
employee or bartender, check out Cicerone.org. It's it's worth a look. It's worth your time. They have free training materials there if you want to you know educate yourself to take the first course or practice test just to see your knowledge, uh, to see if you're uh, good enough to pass the Cicerone certified uh, certification which will get you recognized in the beer community and you'll be able to serve beer just about any brewery because it basically just says you under, having a basic understanding of beer, where it comes from, what it's served in, how to serve a, you know, a, a beer in a clean mug and take care of the beer itself. And then from there, the sky's the limit. Um, if you want to learn how to do more than that, believe me when I say that the, the higher levels of the certification are going to really stress and require your full attention and delving into the beer world quite amazing so check them out cicerone.org they're awesome love them boom i'm done do you guys find anything yet i'm, no, I'm, no, I'm just, stalling here big time. Uh, i mean there's nothing really <laughs> specific it's just i worked with these breweries to design a shape i mean it's it's got a little shape? bit longer sta- stem than well that's than more of a tulip. that looks a lot like a, a higher topped wine glass though oh, very it, long. Yeah. it reminds me of what yeah, you said like similar. the like the Whiskey snifter kind of yeah, thing or something. Yeah, yeah, like a very high whiskey snifter. That's a very high glass. They got a crafted pills glass too. Ooh, see, that's like that's a spin on the heavy glass right there. That's a shorter waist, if that is the correct word, and a higher top. So you got the the short waist cinch, and then you got a longer uh, stem up top of the the higher, but but it doesn't bulb at all. It just kind of goes straight up, doesn't it? Is that what it looks like? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's got a Does little Does it taper bit, a little? It tapers. Yeah, it tapers a little. And that's what they, they kind of break out. And this is uh, Spiegel-CraftBeerGlasses.com. So they give a description, but they kind of highlight what's important. Like they have a laser cut rim. So you get a really crisp, clean delivery and everything. Interesting, because that's going to cause the beer to uh, shoot. What's the word? Well, it's going to cut the beer. I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's going to cause like, it to foam when it hits your mouth. When and it crosses the, that 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 line, the, so the mouth opening is important because a wide mouth allows a drinker to nose the beer. Yep, that's it's comfortably idea, yeah. from a heightened aroma and delivers beer evenly across the yes. palate to enhance mouthfeel and harmony of sweetness and acidity. The bowl, slender, uh, bowed shape amplifies the hop aromas, and the thin walls maintain the proper beer temperature longer because you're not wicking that temperature out of the glass so anyway back to uh so tying into us so what you're saying is that they're probably going to be more beer style glasses added soon yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's okay though because the good news is if you're involved in the beer community you're going to know about these changes um especially if you become a home brewer or a home brewer part of the home the the ba and you stay connected through Cicerone, you get involved with some of these beer community threads. Believe me, when you're brewing beer from home, or you're wanting to you know, step up to the next level or be a professional, you're gonna be involved in all of these communications. You're gonna see this stuff come out. You're gonna see these articles like, you know, excited about beer glass. But, oh my God, it's new beer glass coming out. Holy crap, that's so cool. But no one else thinks so in your family, but <laughs> they still say good job and they love you. 
And this yeah, is he's really nuts about this beer this glass. Is, this is personal experience talking here, folks. <laughs> but when you bring that beer over Thanksgiving, they're going to love you because they're going to be drunk and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, that beer tastes so good. At Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and or Christmas. Whatever. And both. Or both. Yeah, both. Matter, yes. The glass was so weird, but the beer was really So what are we doing with glasses? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, you we tell me. The coolest glasses ever. Awesome. We're getting laser snake glasses. Laser snake? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Know so that. we're looking at we're looking we're probably in the beginning. We're not going to get crazy with the glasses because it's just added expense to do that. And some of these glasses Ooh. are really really wow. expensive. Wow. So we're looking at trying to find as we talk these shapes. What they're finding out with the shape of the glass, they're all very similar. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're trying to come up with a glass, and we've decided uh, on a particular glass. That we're going to use, which has got kind of got that shape, you know, with the narrow bottom and the and the bowl with the you more know like, the more or less flared, like elongated tool, yeah, almost. And they stack perfect. Yeah, they, and they they stack good. So we're going to have the they call it a craft master glass, but that's what we, you we gave they gave them away at the show a yeah, couple yeah. years ago. We got them at tailgate. That whatever. was the uh, that was actually one of my first introductions to a, an IPA glass was that particular style. There were no ribs in the bottom. It was more of a so we're gonna we're gonna use that style for our yep. our 16 ounce pour and our yep. and our tasters and then for the higher gravity beers we're gonna have a 10 ounce snifter. Yep. You yep. know for those so that's yep. that's our plan. Allow for the full aroma to smack you in the face. That's what it's all about. Well, that's good news. So. Um, and the good news is we, we focus a lot on, you know, the, the careful ingredients of these beer styles. So what they do is they actually, a lot of these beers, these beer glasses are going to allow you to, um, it's going to allow you to, uh, here's some more, some more, you want to get this, Angie? Here you go. Um, allow you to um, smell the beer as you're drinking it, which is, is a good deal because you're going to be able to taste the, or, you know, taste the ingredients, smell the ingredients for all it's worth. And that you know provides a little bit more. Yeah, the dog's sneezing, and it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Barley. <laughs> she's, she's probably got pneumonia from taking a bath in the cold. Shh, calm down. <laughs> oh, she's got something in her nose. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit all that out. <laughs> Beer, cheese, and pretzels. Ding. Yes, thank you, Angie. Brought brought in some awesome. Beer pretzels and cheese and everything in between. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat some uh, some beer. Yeah. We still got one more. What? Another beer. Oh, I know. I mean, I need some more. Didn't work. Like you can't hold it. Yeah. More oh, wow. beer. Period. Yeah. It's really hot. Yeah. Too. All right. Where oh, we at? Oh uh, well, we're we're just. Uh -huh. We're just spin the bottle, but we're not doing that tonight, I guess. No. Nah. In lieu of uh, the triple threat of the beer tasting, right? Yeah. So it might be time to break out the third beer. Yes, I am. Xanadu. Xanadu. Mm. So what do you think so far about the other two? Uh, awesome Very sauce. Very good. Yeah. I love me some hazy beers, man. Yep. Uh, I gave Angie my glass. Can I have another one? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, have a glass. Oh, the glasses are behind you. Downstairs oh, glass. Right Here, behind. give this to him. There you go. That was your You're beer, good. You drink it. That was the second beer. Okay. She's she's knee deep in pretzels and beer cheese. Yeah. Angie was nice enough to make us some pretzels. Good job, Barley. Get back. Did you put beer in the beer cheese? Yes, Common she did. Beer. Oh. Hell yeah. The amber. Watch out, guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. The amber ale. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> cheese is burning my skin. Yeah, I love it. Mm. So I, the one thing I said about the two mm. uh, tailgate beers was they didn't look too hazy. They looked no, pretty. they didn't. Oh, that's yours, though. Okay, thank you. No, they were they were they weren't hazy at all. They were kind of clear. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, they tasted good. Yeah, yeah, they were they're all good. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I, I just tried the Xanadu. What kind of cheese did you? I think they're pretty comparable to each other. So does that elevated cheese? Does that offer room for discussion on the fact that if a hazy bear sets for a while, it the sediment settles? You can, yeah. Should we have perhaps roll the beer to enhance well, the visual that, experience? That was Super Bowl weekend that I got the beer. I don't mean nothing. What do y'all think about the cheese? The cheese it's is really delicious. Where's the cheese base? The Amber ale. Yum. The cheese base. Velveeta cheese. Velveeta cheese? Velveeta. Las Vegas. You can't go wrong with Velveeta. LeBron's barley. Get out the way. Move. So what do y'all think no. about the rating on these beers? Um, Very I ain't tried. Huh? Oh, you haven't tried the last one? Mm -hmm. Me neither. No I'm pretty comparable. I think they're all... I think the rating's pretty close. <clears throat> they were yeah. all like 3.8 something, 3.9. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what we always... 3.9 uh, for the uh, Guru for me. 3.8 You can't rate a 3.8. Uh, that's what I'm... You uh, have this a is quarter, you're a quarter no. point system. Then 3.75 for both of them. Me too. I'm 3.75 all the way around. Yep. <clears throat> I think I gave one of them a four. Okay. No. Um... I really like that second one. Uh, maybe my maybe no. the fact that I drank my weight in beer yesterday at the beer festival. We're gonna need some more some tortilla chips or something to finish this cheese off. I can do that. I got a whole. Or I can just jump in, in the skillet and just roll around in it. I don't care. If you like it, Derek. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It's Velveeta and our beer. Mm -hmm. You can't go wrong with Velveeta and right. John beer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What's that on top of it? Oregano, oregano, Parmesan. Oregano. All right. Well, I mean, we're, let's go ahead and slightly wrap it up here. We um, tonight we discussed the another section of the Cicerone uh, certification, which is the base level of uh, becoming a Cicerone wizard. <laughs> um, we just discussed the different, uh, well, several of the beer uh, glass styles that are associated with beer styles, and. You know, for more information on that, go to Cicerone.org. I promise you there are plenty of beer styles and more beers to study. It's a very cool concept to think about the fact that, you know, as these beers were developed, the glasses were, in, you know, developed with them. And now it's becoming more of a science for breweries to take that next step with glass makers to, you know, um, allow drinkers to take, you know, the, the beer in not only with just the flavor, but the aromas the intricacies of all the extra steps they take so it's worth checking out uh, how to become Cicerone certified so please do so um, rate the beer so you, I guess you guys just talked about it yeah. you you said roughly 375 way around right I think I gave yeah. uh, two 375s and a 4 on one I think it was the first one I gave the 4 on <clears throat> the battle steed no that one the guru, guru. guru. yep um, I, I anybody else want to throw out their ratings? I three five on the guru. 
Yeah? Yeah. What oh, was the second one? The battle seed? Battle yeah. seed. I give that one a four. Okay. I'd say three seven five on the other one. Okay. And yeah, I was I was three seven five on both of them. Um Oh here's the Xanadu. Yeah, I, I can't didn't have I don't think Larry's had the Xanadu yeah. yet. Uh, yeah, had he had a hole in it earlier. Oh, you had a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave that a four. A lot there you go. Like so there's the four. Yep. Oh, it's, just, it's just a little loud. Don't worry. It's just spiking. It's okay. No, no, you want some. Oh, I do. You know I love tortilla chips. So, uh, Well, that, that's everybody rating-wise. So any updates on the, uh, the Chloe? I know we're a little past boot camp, going but to you know. I'm going to go see her in a week and two days. Or we can one day. Totally jelly. And I'm so, so, so excited. Well, I cannot wait. Good deal. Yeah. But wait. I have a 15-hour drive between me and her, so that's going to be fun. What's a Red Bull and a... No, that's several Red Bulls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> several Red Bulls, several stops, several sleeps. I found that if you pour them right into your eyeballs, it works faster. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absorption rate. Mm -hmm. But I'm super excited to see my sister. I cannot wait. Good deal. Well, I know we'll close it out. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh-oh. What? Music tree. Oh. Uh, totally yeah, that special guest that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Mm. Twitter, at CommonJohnBC. Jeez, killed me. Sorry. Thanks. Subscribe to our mailing list, which is up and running, by the way, uh, to get access to promotions, specials, and VIP events. www.commonjohnbc.com. Yeah. Special guest plugs. Yeah. Earlier this week, we had the privilege of getting a little drunk <laughs> on the Everyday Joe show with the Travis Reed and guests and normal guests. And there was a, I think there was something special about the show this year. What, what, what was it? What did they do? Uh, it was just a small little lineup mm -hmm. announcement thing. Uh, yeah, it's small. So there's some sort of fun day in the park. Is that what it was? No. But what was what was the special announcement? The lineup. Lineup for what? Music tree. Oh my god. Fast. Where's it mm. gonna be? Well, several venues. Well. But most notably. Common John. Common John's first big day, big time event. So uh, when people ask, before. when are you gonna open? We gotta be open by June. Before that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we got a lot of work ahead of us. I but think, yeah, so uh, uh, we're gonna have the Is it early June? June 4th, 5th, and 6th. Yeah. So the 4th, it'll be at Prater's. That's a Thursday night. Uh, Friday night, it'll be at Bites. Prater's, Bites of Europe, and, Co and Colin John Brewing Company. Bites of Europe will be the they'll be the feature venue, so they'll have the main headliner Saturday night. We'll be the feature venue. They'll also have music at Prater's and Bites of Europe. And they will also have a beer festival leading up to the music on Saturday night at hmm. Common John. Hmm, can't imagine. So well, go, to, with us. go to musictreefestival.com. <clears throat> yep. Uh, you can, the tickets for the music are free. It's, it's free to get in, but while, you need to. While they last. General mission. You, you need yeah. to get in touch with them. I don't know the process, but you have to Go let on them the website know. to get them, yeah. right? Basically, to, to reserve your general admission, because there is a possibility that there won't be enough space. And then there's a VIP, which I think is, what, 65? Uh, uh, no. 40, 40, 40, 49. Yeah, well, go to, go to the website or follow them on social media, which is at Music Tree Fest, Festival. Yeah. I think. Is that right? Music Tree yeah. Festival. Fest. The, the VIP. Uh, is. The VIP is forty nine ninety five, which yeah. includes the a Music Tree lineup t shirt, 
Um, pricing on drinks, which is $2 for 16-ounce beers, which is incredible. You get a dollar off beers. Uh, music tree, line of posters, swag bag, sticker set. You get the local discount package over $100 in saving values, free venue rides with Rue Rods. So that's sort of like our uh, poor attempt at Uber down here because we don't have Uber. So uh, I say poor attempt because it's the first year, I think, but it's going to be great because you're not having to drive drunk. That's wonderful. Uh, discount hotel rates with Holiday Inn Express, I believe. It's a $60 in savings. There's also a VIP Plus, $69.95. Um, which includes all of the VIP plus a beer festival ticket, beer festival lineup t-shirt, and the beer festival drink tokens. Um, so that that gives you the full beer tasting experience plus the VIP package. Yeah, I think just the beer fest tickets are twenty five dollars a person, forty five for two. So really inexpensive. It's going to be like a couple hours, I think, for the beer festival. So I mean, you'll get free tastings and stuff. So I mean, definitely Lots worth. Lots of great it. craft beer. The way I've understood the the wording on the website too is if the general admission tickets are free, but if some of the VIP tickets come in first, they're gonna they're gonna disallow general admission. So if you want to get that extra step up and make sure you're in there for the, the you know the the show, no matter what, get your VIP tickets now. Um, Some great bands too. That, yes. Don't want to miss it. Want to go check out the bands? Yep. Still one little gym out there that has not been announced yet that the details are being worked out, but hopefully that will be yep. Monday, March second. That will be announced, but we'll see. Yeah, what was the episode of uh, Everyday Joe show? If they want to check out more, I forget the number of the episode. Let me look that up real quick. I thought it was just like I mean, it's got to be a number, but but it's a music tree. But it was like a there was a. a it was an episode. Like a special announcement. Um, it was like a hundred and something. Like a hundred and forty? Yeah, I was thinking like one forty, something like that. I think I just got an announcement from them. Everyday Joe Show. Wow. It was yeah, episode one forty, Music Tree lineup. So check them out, Everyday Joe Show. They just released the audio version of it. Yeah, it's uh, on several different streaming. I know it's on Facebook, so look up there. I think it's on YouTube as well and probably yeah. other podcast links. Um, but they yeah, YouTube and one other. released the the full lineup. We talked about uh, several other things going on. Details. I talked to the the actual uh, Ryan, who's setting it up, and Josh Ryan as well. Josh <coughs> and then... Oh, we had Becky Bueller, who's uh, Becky playing. Bueller. She's playing at Bites, right? Yep. Yeah. She's she's headlining advice. She she played a couple of jams for oh, us. That was geez, awesome. It was, Very it cool. was a cold chill. Check it out, episode chill. 140, yeah. Everyday Joe Show, Music Tree Lineup. Be there, be square. That's all I got, guys. We're done. We're done. All right, cheers. So cheers. It's pretty painless, yeah. Barley, you're killing me here. What was the time on that one? That's a little over an hour, right at an hour. Right at an hour. Yeah.